And welcome, my friends, to the 481st edition of the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast with me, Doug Hagan, owner-operator, HMFIC of the Daily Gator, uh, going on what are, in our 15th year, uh, the first year on being hosted by Bluehost, uh, WordPress.com got rid of me and the blog because I don't know why perhaps I triggered the wrong person but anyway getting back into it I'm not going to stop I don't get cancelled I will reemerge I will come back and so I have now folks we got just three things to talk about today and let's lead it right off with well I, this, this has to be first uh, from 357 Magnum Blog, Zendo Deb, great friend of the Daily Gator. Don't bring a what to a gunfight. Remember <laughs> what that did this come from? Wasn't it uh, when they remade The Untouchables and I think uh, Kevin Cosner was Elliot Ness, uh, Sean Connery played a character. Uh, but there was a scene there where... <laughs> Uh, was the guy pulled a knife on him and Sean Connery shot him, I think, with a shotgun. And he said, you know, don't, he said, dumb whatever, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Anyway, that theme continues to happen. People occasionally use knives, shovels, etc., etc. And they try to harm or victimize a a person with a legally carried gun or a gun in, in their own home. And it doesn't end well. Well, this guy, he was a t- he was in Texas. He had an axe. That's right. Apparently to grind. And the armed Texan had a gun. Guess who won the confrontation? Homeowner fires on man armed with axe. Thwarts attempted home robbery. According to the police. Uh, Temple police officers responded to a call of shots fired. Uh, around 11.30 p.m. Tuesday, they found an axe-wielding man <laughs> who tried to break into a home. Uh, and then a sign that we all need to spend more time at the range, the homeowner shot at the would-be intruder and sadly missed. Um, <clears throat> so the man was trying to break into the home, and the homeowner fired on him and, and didn't hit him. Uh, let me see here. Police did arrest the guy with the axe. Enrique Oliveras, uh, 42, sure he's a big DeSantis supporter, uh, was arrested and charged in connection with the attempted home burglary. He's being held in the Bell County Jail on a third-degree felony charge. And, of course, Sendo Deb always closes so many of her posts with something I always say, self-defense is a human right. And this did not play, take place in New Jersey, so good guys won, bad guys zero. In New Jersey, they'd probably have the uh, the homeowner who defended himself on his property. They'd probably have him on uh, death row by now. Old Governor Murphy up there, the scumbag. The scumbag governor. The scumbag state of New Jersey. Yeah, home of uh, Bruce Springsteen. Overrated Bruce Springsteen. He's the boss, man. Yeah, he's an average musician, if that. That's just opinion, of course, but as a human being, <laughs> he has turned into, just into a bitter old liberal hack. 
basically. And uh, what's uh, I was trying to think. I don't have on my playlist on Spotify. I think there's over 1,200 songs on there right now. And you know what? Not one is done by Bruce Springsteen. I oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Now let's get into uh, <clears throat> the American thinker. Uh, president of Thomas Jefferson University has resigned. Quit. Thrown in the towel. Taking his ball and going home. He resigned after committing a, a dreadful sin, apparently, now. He, he uh, according to Eric Utter of the American Thinker, he committed a sin because he liked some tweets that might have been unapproved by the liberal tolerant overlords that want to run all our lives. Uh, Dr. Mark Tekonski recently resigned as president of Philadelphia's Thomas Jefferson University. He had come under fire for liking tweets. Sure, he liked tweets. Now, if he had just been out there tweeting that he wanted to help uh, children uh, change their gender and have trans- uh, transition mutilation surgery and fill themselves with hormone blockers and other bad medicines that will ruin their lives and their bodies, he'd have been probably promoted. But because he liked tweets that were unapproved, he is, uh, I guess, forced to resign or he just said, screw it. I'm out of here. I'm not putting up with your garbage anymore. Now, the tweets he liked were critical of COVID vaccines uh, and trans surgeries for kids. The unbridled audacity. He's lucky he didn't get the electric chair. Now, I will say this about the the, uh, two sides of the jab. From the very beginning, there have been certain people who, this vaccine is evil. We can't. It'll kill us all. And... Then you've had the other people that you knew from the beginning they were going to try to make everyone line up by God and get every shot the government demanded of them. You don't need to know about the vaccine. You don't need to know if it's been tested. Shut up and take it. So you had two extreme groups and you knew it was not going to end well. Now as far as who got the shot, who didn't, I don't care. That's your personal business. If you made a personal choice and you took the shot, you know what? No one should criticize you. They should keep their mouth shut to you, basically. They should mind their own damn business. If you didn't get the shot and you uh, chose not to, guess what? That's your personal business and all the people criticizing you and calling you a threat to make everyone sick. And yeah, they're still doing this crap. Uh, you should tell people, those people, to F off and mind their own damn business. I don't understand this. People don't want in their in your personal business. Ted Nugent was doing this. Uh, mocking people who got the shot. Calling them all sheep. And again, I, I don't get it. If an adult... Talked to the doctor, decided to get the shot, didn't try to force it on anyone else. Uh, why the hell should that offend Ted Nugent? Really? Is it any of Ted Nugent's effing business? No, it's not. So I don't like conservatives when they go to the other side and say, uh, 
you know, be tolerant of me, accept me, don't judge me because I didn't get a shot. Okay, fine. Then he needs to not judge people who got the shot. See how it works, Teddy. See how it works. Uh, you know, Eric Clapton took a, uh, took a stand. He basically said, uh, you know what? Any venue where I have a concert booked that's going to force people to be vaccinated to go there and show their papers, so to speak, Clapton said, I won't play there. I'll cancel the show. And he got a lot of grief from it. But he did a very good thing, a very classy thing. He stood up for liberty, stood up for personal choice, did it in a very effective way. And he didn't mock anybody that chose to get the shot. I would imagine that's because Eric Clapton, well, he's about 100 times the guitarist Ted Nugent could ever dream of being because he's Eric fucking Clapton. But he's also about 100 times the human being, apparently. Because I know a lot of people. I thought about my mom. My mom really talked to her doctor a lot about it and decided to get vaccinated. So I, I kind of got the this feeling of, of Ted Nugent mocking my mother. And I swear I've never wanted to punch a human being in the face as badly as I wanted to punch Ted Nugent in his face. Again, you have an opinion, that's fine. You start mocking people for making a personal choice that doesn't affect you at all, you're just an asshole. And if you disagree with me, my friends, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Uh, so this guy... Uh, I wonder. I wonder. Uh, I wonder what he tweeted or what the tweets were he liked. Uh, let me see. The Enquirer reported that Tykonsky uh, will also no longer be the interim dean of Jefferson Jefferson Sydney Kimmel Medical College. Uh, on April 29th, the paper published a story stating that Tykonsky has used his Twitter account to like tweets. That's a big part of Twitter. You like other people's tweets. Yeah, it is. You can favorite them and comment on them. It's like all this free speech stuff. The left would hate it. Uh, but he used his Twitter account to like tweets that question the science of COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, again, he's got a right to express an opinion. If you don't like it, move to, the, move to uh, North Korea. Be perfect for people like you. Uh, call gender reassignment surgery child mutilation, which it is, in my opinion, and are critical of diversity offices on college campuses, among other controversial topics. He questioned science, uh, stated an obvious truth, and then proceeded to offer his opinion. Egads. What a horrible man. He offered his opinion. Any college employee, no matter what the position that a person holds, should know that no one is allowed to question COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, child uh, genital mutilation. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Child reassign uh, gender reassignment surgeries or anything related to diversity. Because diversity is good. And diversity will apparently also be enforced at the peril of your job, your livelihood, your happiness, and your life. <clears throat> because the left can't stand dissent. They hate it. One of the oddest things, the left going on and on about Trump, DeSantis, any Republican, they're trying to take away your freedom of speech. And then they immediately go on Twitter somewhere, Facebook, and say people should be locked up for expressing certain opinions. 
If you were at the Capitol January 6th of 2021, you should be in prison. Apparently just being there is insurrection now to these morons. Crazy world, my friends. Crazy world. <clears throat> now, before my voice goes, let's talk about Tommy Tuberville and Arlington National Cemetery and wokeness and political correctness and the cancel culture. And uh, also we can delve into the, the issues with the military not meeting recruiting goals. Didn't meet them last year, I don't think, for any branch. And is behind this year, I believe, as far as the Army is concerned. Uh, but anyway, Tommy Tuberville is a former football coach. He coached at, I think he started at Ole Miss, went to Auburn, won a national title. Yes, Auburn should be awarded the 2004 national title. Because USC and uh, Oklahoma played for it, even though Auburn was also unbeaten and untied that year, and won the SEC, the best damn conference in the in the uh, college football world. They didn't get a chance to play, but Oklahoma get their asses kicked by USC. But it turns out USC was stripped of the title because USC, nothing but a bunch of damn cheating USC people. And uh, so, to me. Auburn clearly was the best team. Give them the chance. Give them the rings, NCAA. Chalk up another one for the S E U can't handle it. C, my friends. Uh, but Tommy Tuberville right now is is being lauded, and he should be. Here's part of the story: Army recruiting to let you know was short 25% last year. It is short 30% this year. Uh, and it's not just the military that's in trouble. How about Arlington National Cemetery? There is no more moving place on earth than Arlington National Cemetery. Uh, it's at, I mean, it, it literally sits on what was Robert Lee's property. His gorgeous mansion's still there. And it's a beautiful area. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal the experience to go to Arlington. Uh, but. Arlington National Cemetery, the left, the Wokers, whatever you want to call the bastards, they're trying to destroy a very important piece of art and history and heritage at uh, Arlington because they're tolerant, you know. <clears throat> this comes from the Charleston Anthenaeum, or Anthenaeum, depends on how you pronounce it. Um, I think there's two correct pronunciations, according to what I looked up. But the Charleston uh, Anthenaeum, or Anthenaeum, has the story, and there's a letter from them to Senator Tuberville. <clears throat> and it starts, Dear Senator Tuberville, I am a lifelong Republican, except for a few instances like President Trump, President Reagan, and today's Freedom caucuses, I have spent most of my life disgusted with cowardly Republicans who never stand up for their votes, uh, but cower and run to prevent Democrats and the fraud media from calling them names. Uh, you are holding up your military promotions over, or you are ho holding up military promotions over Secretary of Defense's Lloyd Austin's immoral abortion policy. Um have finally gotten the, their attention to go ahead and use that approach to save the whole military and Arlington National Cemetery. There are only two things you need to do to save our military and Arlington National Cemetery. <clears throat> the first is to get rid of racist diversity. 
what the left preaches today and pushes as diversity is straight racism, my friends. It ain't had nothing to do with diversity. The only diversity that matters is diversity of your ideology, your religion, I mean, your personality. This group think that the left pushes. You're black, you have to think this way. You're Hispanic, you have to think this way. You're gay, you have to think this way. You're transgender, you have to think this way. Baloney. Individualism matters. But again, I've said it before, I'll say it again and again and again. The left's number one thing they want to eliminate ultimately is, yes, America, but to eliminate America, you have to eventually destroy individualism. Because if there's one principle we are, we are founded on more than any other, it's individualism. The left being, of course, collectivists. You know, Stalin, Lenin, Trotsky, Marx, Engels, Gorbachev, not Gorbachev, uh, Khrushchev, Brezhnev. Brezhnev was the leader when I was growing up, the Soviet leader. He had these eyebrows that looked like they needed to be mowed. Uh, he was not a handsome man. <clears throat> but the first is to get rid of racist diversity equity and inclusion and the DEI bureaucracy Biden has spent you know how much money has been spent on this 114 million dollars hold on 114 million of your and my and every other Americans dollars uh, have been spent uh, entrenching in our military this DEI and one of the reasons why military recruiting is down is young people don't want to go serve and, and be involved in this crap they want to serve because they want to protect the country and do their duty and many 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 of them have ancestry in the military their grandfathers or uncles or father grand, uh, great grandfathers what have you have been in the military and no part of the country is more patriotic in that way than Dick Dixie that's right the south the evil South. Uh, let me see. Talk, uh, again, Biden has spent $114 million entrenching DEI in our military. Talk about injecting cancer into a healthy body. Uh, for context, diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives, often abbreviated to DEI, promote a divisive and poisonous ideology that's dismissive of merit and discriminates based on characteristics such as skin color, sexual orientation. What do those have to do with defining a person? Nothing. Nothing. Individuals who qualify for a certain position due to their merits uh, but don't meet the discriminating entity's goal of being more diverse are passed over in favor of those who meet the preferred identitarian standards. And that kills morality. Not morality, morals, I'm sorry. It does kill morality too. But it kills the morale. If you've ever been to a job where every time a promotion is opens up, some moron gets it. You think, what about these guy, this guy, this lady? They've been here. They're very qualified. I think I'm qualified. And this moron guy who's been here two months, it upsets people. It kills the morale. I think that's uh, that's a feature, not a bug for the left. DEI and other woke policies have obliterated the two main pipelines recruits pipeline of recruits into the military. 
the first of which I already referenced is the encouragement of veterans, parents, coaches, and others uh, for young people to serve. Around 80% of recruits in the military come from veteran families who have revered military service for generations, men and women who have served, sacrificed, and often died for this nation, my friends. No greater investment, no greater sacrifice for this country than to give up your life for it. And no people are probably more despised by the left, by the DEI crowd, than those veterans who laid down their lives. Why do I hate the left? Around 80% of recruits come from veteran families. Never forget 80%. So many veterans and, and recruits and young people coming through the airport when I worked there for years. Man, all of them almost. Military, grandfather, uncle, my aunt, my father, sometimes both parents, my older brother. Military. And so proud to serve. And such classy people. And literally... If someone sat at the bar in, in military garb and, and people knew they were going, uh, they were serving the country at that time, I want to buy this guy's lunch. I want to buy him a beer. Well, okay, well, well that's, somebody already bought it. You're like the fifth person to ask to pay for this person's lunch. And then can you buy him a beer? And if not, they'd go in and shake their hand, pat on and say, thank you. That's the exact opposite reaction of the, the trash that support DEI. And yes, they're trash. They're communist. Now, many of those good people are not recommending military service because they know today's military is led by people who often advance or have advanced because they are woke. Not because they are good. Again, you're, you're looking at a situation of going to try to serve and you're aware what woke is, you're aware what's happening and you're looking at it and seeing a morass of it if you join the military. You would be very discouraged and I think that's part of the plan. The military uses drag queens for recruiting and makes women shower with men. It is less and less merit-based. Nobody in his right mind would encourage their precious children to join an organization committed to a racist ideology who's, where skin color counts but merit does not, which is the essence of DEI. Until Biden, it was agreed that our military was the greatest colorblind meritocracy in history and above politics. Not today. That's Even saying that is like I'm getting a kick in the gut. I can imagine what military families, what young people who feel like they shouldn't even bother the joint. I can't imagine what they feel. And all you brothers, sisters out there who are going through that, I'll pray for you every day. I love you. I don't know you, but I love you for what you're willing to do for this nation. Um, now that's one side of it. The degrading of our military, the degrading of the morale of our military. Uh, it's amazing how... Democrats, when they get in power, one of the one of the things that always happens is the military gets funding cut, uh, demoralized, weapon systems degraded, new uh, weapons, new munitions, new uh, tanks, planes, whatever. It's amazing, isn't it? 
it's like one of the first things every Democrat wants to do is kick our military in the nuts, so to speak. Now, there's a second thing, though, that the Anthony Charleston Anthony urges here. The second thing you need to do, Tommy Tuberville, and this is to all Americans, is help save the magnificent 109-year-old Confederate Reconciliation Memorial in Arlington National Cemetery. Notice the name. Confederate Reconciliation Memorial. It's a memorial, but it's about reconciliation. One of the things that was done to bring the uh, bring the country together after the war between the states. Uh, President Teddy Roosevelt helped. President uh, Wilson. Uh, President McKinley. Uh, and I don't like President Wilson worth a damn. But he, he helped to reconcile the, the parts of the country in some ways. At least he recognized the, the reality of the situation. Grover Cleveland did a great thing by returning the captured Confederate battle flags to their respective states. That was a great act of reconciliation. And that's, that shows you truly care. Grover Cleveland, by the way, Democrat, never be a Democrat today. And one of the best presidents we have ever had and damn sure the best Democrat I've ever known of. And Grover Cleveland would not be a Democrat today. I know the parties don't change. I know they never, ever, ever change until they change. Then some conservatives want to not admit they change. It's amazing. <clears throat> now, uh, over 44% of our military is recruited in the South. Yet, Elizabeth Warren... Uh, the liar-in-chief. Senator Karen. Senator Karen Warren. Foxahannis. Uh, her naming commission as part of her legislation, renaming bases in the South, scrubbing them of any Confederate ancestry. See, all these people in the, in the past, McKinley, Cleveland, President Wilson, President Roosevelt, and others, they went around the business of reconciling the two sides of, of the conflict. Grant, Lee, many Southerners did the same thing. A lot of Southerners worked to help blacks get employed and start being ex-slaves instead of slaves because the evil of slavery was dead and gone now. It's amazing. All these good people helped reconciliation. Then here comes Senator Karen, Senator Warren, the fake Indian, with her, uh, her legislation to uh, reconcile things. And she does nothing but try to destroy monuments and erase names because it genders up more, or gins up more, hatred and division. And that's how Democrats gain power. Again, Elizabeth Warren's naming commission sounds straight out of 1984. I'm just saying. As part of her legislation, renaming bases in the South has slated it for demolition. They're going to take a war memorial called the Reconciliation, Confederate Reconciliation Memorial. She's going to have it destroyed. And this beautiful piece of artwork with the, I think it's concentric circles. I've been there once years ago, about uh, 29 years ago, 19, yeah, 1994. Uh, in, in Arlington National Cemetery, there's a little over 500 Confederate soldiers buried there. 
and it's it's sad because she's going to tear that down and and again what goes up in its place you're just tearing down art you're tearing down meaningful things it's funny how the left always does that kind of like the taliban does maybe they have a lot in common i don't know that will shred the fabric of our country and add to the recruiting crisis again another kick in the nuts to military because your your ancestors served you were uh, your great great grandfather your great 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 uncle your great 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 grandfather whatever they served in the confederate army maybe some served on both sides and since then your ancestors your uncles granddads have served in our military and you look at what's going on you see monuments being destroyed and names being erased and you're thinking why would I want to join if I have to piss on my own family to do it I feel terribly for these people it will also desecrate Arlington National Cemetery for all time and dishonor everyone buried there sickening my friends uh, the Wall Street Journal wrote on the 30th of June about the southern military tradition which goes back to the founding of our country before the age of wokeness our military recruited easily by relying heavily on veterans and military families to develop the next generation of recruits especially in the region known in the military as the southern smile a curving region from the mid-atlantic down across the southern u.s we cannot allow that pipeline of patriotic Southerners to be destroyed by racist woke ideology. The Anthony M. writes, The Confederate Memorial and Confederate associated names on the Ranger Memorial at former Fort Benning should not even be in the naming commission's remit as a claim. Those things do not commemorate the Confederacy as Liz Warren's history falsifying legislation requires. The Confederate Memorial commemorates the reconciliation of the United States of America after war in which about 750,000 people died and a million more were maimed. I guess those names just don't matter anymore to Liz Warren and uh, people like her. The names on the Ranger Memorial represent timeless American valor, patriotism, and sacrifice. The theme of reconciliation symbolized by the Confederate Memorial is irrefutable. Uh, though it was deliberately left out of the Naming Commission's report to Congress and Secretary Austin. You know who else thought it was very important to have these reconciliation and Confederate memorials and to have this, this peacemaking effort and to preserve the history, but to make peace between the two sides, North and South? Booker T. Washington who took money out of his own pocket and urged others to donate to help raise Confederate monuments. Yes, Booker T. Washington, one of the greatest Americans I can think of. I guess Liz Warren hates him too. Now, a little history here, my friends. Uh, Arlington National Cemetery itself said repeatedly in multiple places in its 2014 application for its historic district to be on the National Register of Historic Places that the Confederate Memorial commemorates the reconciliation of North and South and a reunification of our country. Did they not want the country to be reunified? I mean, I, I have to ask because these people act like they have no sense. 
because they're guided by hatred. The Confederate Memorial was conceived by a Union soldier. That's right, a Yankee soldier. Uh, who was later president. A guy named William McKinley. Yeah, he's the one that came up with a Confederate Reconciliation Memorial at Arlington National Cemetery. <clears throat> After enthusiastic Southern participation in the Spanish-American War. Yes, all those old rebels, a lot of them, and their sons and nephews and grandsons, they couldn't wait to fight in the Spanish-American War for America, the reunified, reconciled America. You're welcome, America. And yeah, you too, Liz Warren, even though you don't appreciate it, you're welcome. But again, the uh, memorial was conceived by William McKinley. There are 518 Confederate graves in concentric circles emanating out from the magnificent monument. About those Confederate graves, President William McKinley said, Every, listen closely, you tolerant leftists, every soldier's grave made during an unfortunate civil war is a tribute to American valor. And the time has come now when in the spirit of fraternity we should share in the care of the graves of the Confederate soldiers. The cordial feeling now happily existing between the North and South prompts this gracious act and if it needed further justification it is found in a gallant loyalty to the Union and the flag so conspicuously shown conspicuously shown in this year just passed by the sons and grandsons of those heroic dead. Several other presidents directed directly participated in the creation of the Confederate Memorial. William Howard Taft, who's the only guy to be president and a Supreme Court Justice. Show off. <clears throat> he spoke at the United Daughters of the Confederacy ceremony the evening the cornerstone was laid. Uh, Woodrow Wilson, who spoke <clears throat> at the dedication on June the 14th of uh, June the 4th of 1914, Warren G. Harding sent a message of condolence to the funeral of sculptor uh, Moses Ezekiel. He was the man who did the sculpture. And in the monument, there's a he made sure to include black men who served the Confederacy and who served in the, in the uh, war effort. Inclusiveness. The left hates it, apparently. <clears throat> Uh, Theodore Roosevelt sent the first annual memorial wreath, starting a tradition observed by all presidents, including Barack Obama. Thank you, President Obama. <clears throat> it was a right move. Thank you, sir. President Obama and the others were not commemorating the Confederacy as required by Elizabeth Warren's legislation for the naming commission to have any say. They were commemorating the reconciliation of our country after the bloody war. <clears throat> Veterans North and South enthusiastically supported the Confederate Memorial and also spoke at the Cornerstone laying in dedication. Uh, there's a 100-page book of all the participants' speeches, history. It was published in 1914 by the United Daughters of the Confederacy. It's available on Amazon. <clears throat> what can't you get on Amazon, honestly? I want to get my youth back. Uh, it is written by Hillary A. Herbert. Chairman of the Executive Committee of the Arlington Confederate Monument Association. It is available in hardback or softcover. 
uh, remember those were the days of the 50th, an 50th anniversary of the Battle of Gettysburg. And yeah, those famous handshakes across the wall by old Union and Confederate veterans. Demolishing the Confederate Reconciliation Memorial, if it is falsely or incorrectly claimed to be within the remit of the Naming Commission, has to be illegal and should be the subject of congressional action and another lawsuit. <clears throat> There's also a serious issue of truthfulness with the Naming Commission's award to Congress and Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin concerning the Confederate Memorial. Uh, Naming Commission Vice Chair, a man who should have never been anywhere near this because he's a rabid anti-Southern bigot and a liar. Uh, Ty Sedgley, who is indeed a leftist, who hates the Confederate Memorial in Arlington, admits the reconciliation theme and wrote about it in his book Robert E. Lee and Me, which is absolute trash, by the way. Either he knows nothing of Robert E. Lee or he's just lying. A little bit of both, probably. Though he left that critical information out of the Naming Commission's report to Congress, thus making that report not the truth. Because, again, Ty Sedgley is a liar. I doubt if Austin would have approved demolishing a a 109-year-old magnificent monument to peace and to reconciliation in our nation's most sacred burial ground if he had been given the complete story, complete history. Uh, page 162 of Robert E. Lee and Me, this is what Mr. Sedgley writes. Of the thousands of monuments around the country to the Confederacy, <clears throat> the one in Arlington National Cemetery angers me the most. A reconciliation monument in Arlington offends this little turd. Apologies to turds. You don't deserve the comparison. Every year, I'm sorry, he said, those anger me the most. Every year the commander-in-chief sends a wreath ensuring the Confederate monument receives all the prestige of the U.S. government. That's why it riles me so much. Essentially, really, really, really is a radical on this. <clears throat> He's one of those people that could never honor any bravery. I doubt he could even honor Richard Kirkland, South Carolina infantryman, who, after the Battle of Fredericksburg, is a Union dead and wounded. The Union dead, are not, not dead but wounded, crying out for water. And he was finally given permission to go across the lines, go into the area between the armies, and he was initially fired upon to the Union soldiers found out what he was doing or understood what he was doing. He was taking canteen after canteen after canteen of water to offer comfort to the Union soldiers who lay dying. If you can't honor a man like that, you got a hole in your soul, Mr. Sedgley. A hole in your soul. Sedgley then admits that the Confederate Memorial stands for reconciliation. I know both political parties and white citizens in the North and South brought the country back together after the tremendous bloodletting and destruction of the Civil War. I think black people probably have some doing with it too. But again, I guess Ty Sedgley maybe he's a racist, doesn't want to include their participation. Uh, the post name for Confederate officers during the, war, the First World War also served to knit white America back together as it fought a common foe. 
He should have been in Black Lives Matter. Black, uh, Ty Sedgley would be the perfect stooge for Black Lives Matter. Black Lies Matter, excuse me. Uh, and it worked, but we must recognize that reconciliation came at a steep and horrifying cost. African Americans paid the price with lynching, Jim Crow segregation, and the loss of the franchise. This price for white reconciliation remains far too high. Those things that happened, those evil things that happened, had nothing to do with reconciliation, Mr. Sedgley. Your bigotry doesn't change that. Reconciliation is a good thing. The intention was good. Racist bastards who committed atrocities, they were just bad, evil people. And you can't blame white people for it. You can't blame the South. You can't blame Union or Confederate veterans, Mr. Sedgley. You are a truly ignorant man. It is absurd to say that our country should not have come back together in peace, love, and patriotism, but it shows how the woke mind works. Elizabeth Warren and her naming commission want to dishonor those heroic dead whom McKinley spoke about, which also dishonors their descendants who have spilled oceans of southern blood on battlefields across the globe for our great country. One of those uh, men, Patton, his grandfather was a uh, Confederate colonel. And uh, again, I guess Patton's no good now either, right? <clears throat> Very sad what they're doing to this country, my friend. I don't think dishonoring Southerners will be good for recruiting in the Southern smile part of America, in which 44% of our military is recruited. And those are the people being pissed on right now by trash like Sedgley and Liz Warren. Another leftist. <clears throat> is Elizabeth Warren evil or just stupid? She's a Marxist, Mr. Uh, Mr. Anthony M. Ryder. The 518 graves in Section 16 of Arlington National Cemetery come from 15 different states on whose soil those heroic dead were born, nurtured, and grew to manhood. Those states are the heart of the Republican voting strength and power. Which is why Elizabeth Warren loves dishonoring them. For the record, those 15 states, Georgia, Tennessee, Virginia, North Carolina, Maryland, South Carolina, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, Missouri, Nevada, Texas, Louisiana, Iowa, and there are numerous ones that no one knows whence they came. Uh, there's also an article you can read if you like. The, the list of the... 518 Confederate burials in Arlington National Cemetery. Concentric circles of graves extend out from the magnificent Confederate monument. Uh, Warren and her naming commission will have those 518 Southern dead facing a mangled shaft that was once a world-class monument, about whose creator, art scholar Michael Robert Patterson said, no sculptor as far as known as ever in any one memorial told as much history as has Ezekiel in his monument at Arlington, and every human figure in it, as well as every symbol, is and of itself a work of art. And of course, Liz Warren would destroy it. The left wants to destroy everything good and noble, because that's how you destroy a nation. Leftists like Warren love to signal the virtue, though the truth is they have none. Elizabeth Warren lied about her ethnicity for years to game the affirmative action system. 
and there's more here uh, if you want to go read it uh, that have maybe less to do with the memorial itself my friends this is so important to, to kill a country to destroy a country you have to erase its heritage its history its heroes many other things but just focus on those three history heritage and heroes have to be gone have to be destroyed people like Sedgley and people like Liz Warren want to do that want to destroy this country please don't let them do it fight like hell uh, fight like hell my friends God bless y'all thank you for listening I am done finally I knew I'd go long on that part uh, because I've studied the war between the states so many years I mean since I was a nine-year-old kid I'm 57 now and uh, that's a long time and a lot of reading a lot of studying and uh, it just is so meaningful it's one of the most to me it's one of the two most important chapters in our history the revolutionary period and the war between the states <clears throat> as it is properly called God bless y'all. Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. I have something else to yak about. Uh, y'all be good. Take care. God bless America. Go Gators. And if you are left, you just ain't right. That's my admonition. That's my message. Y'all take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow, knuckleheads. Goodbye. <laughs>